Hello, my name is Anne, and welcome to the Liberty Beacon Revealing Truth program, where we lift you up in liberty. Now let's join our broadcast as Pastor Earl Wallace and Pastor Mark Brumbaugh explains how the Bible applies to our personal and civic lives. Are our traditions representing or removing us from truth? In Matthew 7, 1 through 7, we see the politically correct religious establishment saw that some of Christ's disciples ate with hands that were defiled in their eyes, that is, unwashed, for they did not eat unless they washed their hands according to the tradition of the elders. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And they asked Christ, Why do your disciples walk not according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written in Isaiah 29:13. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. That government-sanctioned, politically correct religious crowd wanted Christ and his disciples to practice religion their way, which included engaging in an elaborate ceremonial washing process that went way beyond what God commanded in Exodus 30:19 and 40:12. Let us consider our own tradition of separation of church and state, a phrase which neither can be supported by Scripture, since God drowned Pharaoh's army in the sea when the state disobeyed him, and which also does not appear in the U.S. Constitution. Yet it is a tradition that is removing us from fully applying truth in our sermons. Traditions can provide helpful reminders of godly heritage if A. They reflect the word of God B. They remind us of what God has done for our nation and C. They help us remember what God has done for us personally. In 1 Corinthians 4, 6, Paul admonishes those who favored him over Apollos and vice versa to not go beyond what is written. The New Living Translation says, And if you pay attention to what I have quoted from the scriptures, you won't be proud of one of your leaders at the expense of another. In the English Standard Version, it says, That ye may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against the other. Here are five ways we go beyond what is written. 1. Naming churches after apostles, all of whom would have forbidden that, because their focus was to glorify Jesus, which is the work of the Holy Spirit, by the way, John 16:14. 2. Involving ourselves with genealogies for spiritual purposes. Just read 1 Timothy 1.4 and Titus 3.39. Hebrews 9.27 says, We die once and then face judgment. How would praying for the dead change that God judges us for what we did when we were alive? 3. Praying by using vain, meaningless repetitions or repetitive phrases. Matthew 6.7 tells us not to do that. 4. Praying to something other than God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit. You can read about that in 1 Timothy 2.5 and Hebrews 8.6 and Hebrews 9.15 and Hebrews 12.24. 5. Preaching the word of God through the tradition of separation of church and state, an anti-biblical concept that influences how we fail to make applications to what is going on around us in civic and political events. Let us ask God to search our hearts and free us to apply his word in ways that truly lift it up in liberty. Thank you for listening. We hope you will join us in fulfilling 2 Chronicles 7.14 by repenting and turning to righteousness through Jesus Christ so God heals our land. For more information about how the Bible applies to every aspect of life, including civics, visit us at libertycfchurch.org. You can mail us at P.O. Box 235, Latham, New York, 